0: How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 43 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and uh, today we're continuing with, they were A's? Uh, we have Tommy John on the docket for today. He uh, he didn't spend a lot of time with the A's, but uh, that's kind of the point of this whole process. Uh, I'm going with name recognition over the season that he had. Um, and, you know, I, I feel like everybody nowadays knows who Tommy John is if you follow baseball at all. Because a lot of pitchers are associated with him now because of the injury that he came back from. So uh, yeah, we're talking about Tommy John. Uh, before we get into it though, uh, please follow us on social media at Locked on A's. Uh, that is on both Twitter and Instagram. I am at By Jason B on Twitter. And uh, you can email the show at LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. So uh, do whatever you want to with those. And uh, I mean, please, you know, reach out to us, follow us. DM us uh, send us questions it, it'll be great because we have lots of content to fill and uh who knows when the season's gonna start uh, and speaking of that Ken Rosenthal's been dropping some bombs about uh you know uh, players getting compensated and free agency and all that stuff uh, service time and all those things that you know happen when a season happens so uh, I'll, I'll get into that a little bit in the uh, second part of the show and then uh then we'll call it a week so uh, let's start with time with John uh, I, I feel like people know him because of the surgery that is attached to his name and attached as a funny word because usually that's uh what people are you know what the doctor does for the Tommy John surgery is he reattaches your entire arm together that's not scientifically correct at all but you know it sounds like it um he was the first guy to ever have Tommy John surgery so that's why it's named after him kind of like Lou Gehrig's disease only much less uh sad and whatnot because he got to keep playing and not die uh wow I uh too far? Too soon? I don't know. Let's keep it in. I'll, I'll ask my wife, and if she gives me the okay, then this is going up. Um, so he was the first player to have Tommy John surgery, and uh, it caused him to miss the entire 1975 season. Uh, obviously, medicine's gotten better, and they've gotten better at you know, uh, speeding up the process and whatnot, but he still only, only missed about a year, so good for him. And he was out there pitching 200 innings the following season. Uh, so he, he came back okay, and I think it was... Uh, three years down the road, so 76, 78, 78. Uh, I believe he was throwing like 270 innings again, so he was fine. In his first season back, he had a you know, pretty respectable ERA of 3.09, but uh, his ERA plus was only 109, so he was 9% above league average. Uh, again, He was above league average, that's always a plus, but he wasn't, you know, well above it by any means. So he was still getting that first year of Tommy John under him. But in the four seasons after that, he he ended up finishing in the top eight in Cy Young voting. And then he also placed in the MVP voting in two of those four seasons. So he came back with a vengeance, and uh, those were actually the best years of his career. So uh, good on Tommy John for just uh, throwing baseballs real good and whatnot. Uh, and prior to all this in 1965, which is, uh, this is kind of why I actually wound, wound up doing this because his time with the A's unspectacular and, uh, you know, I could just tweet out, Oh, Hey, this guy played for days. That's cool. But this kind of t- ties it all back together. And I thought this was fun. So in, before he had Tommy John surgery, before he was with the Dodgers and needed Tommy John surgery and all that stuff, uh, he was traded in 1965 in a three team trade And the A's were one of those teams in the three-team trade, but he was not the team that he ended up with. Uh, He went from Cleveland to the White Sox, and then there were some other shenanigans going on. And the A's netted uh, Mike... God, I can't read my writing. Mike Hirschberger, Jim Landis, and Fred Talbot. Uh, Hirschberger and Talbot didn't really do a ton, so their inclusion in the story ends right there. But uh, Jim Landis... He didn't really do much either, but he was traded later on uh, in a deal that netted the A's some guy named Joe Rudy, who actually ended up being a big part of the back-to-back-to-back 72, 73, 74 World Series championships. So, uh, hey, that's nice. The uh, the three-team trade that uh, included Tommy John going to a different team, netted the A's Joe Rudy. So, that's always fun. Um, so... Many, many, 20 years after that trade happened, uh, Tommy John signed with the A's as a free agent in July of 1985, and uh, that team also had Dusty Baker, who at that time was a a former Dodger, and that's what people knew about him. He was a Dodger, and he used to be an all-star. He was a pretty good player, but he was at the end of his career, I think he was age 36 that season, Um, and then uh, they also had another Dodger, but this guy was a pitcher, and his name was Don Sutton. Don Sutton's in the friggin' Hall of Fame, and he was uh, he was pretty good. So they had two former Dodger greats, and then uh, they also had future A's pitching coach and Giants pitching coach Kurt Young on the uh, this 1985 A's team, as well as as well as future A's third base coach Mike Gallego. So uh, this 1985 team was stacked. Obviously, um, you had all these guys that were f- former Dodgers, at least three of them. Uh, And then future uh, coaches for the A's, you know, in more modern times. So uh, good times. Uh, The season for Damajan was the worst of his career. He had, he totaled 48 innings pitched. And he had a 6.19 ERA with a 4.85 FIP. Um, It it was not good. I think he had like a 62 ERA plus. Um, His final season with the Yankees. Oh yeah, he, uh, he... Left as a free agent after the season, because who could blame him? And he signed with the Yankees uh, for like three years after that. And his final season with the Yankees, he uh, he was bad, but not this bad. So uh I deem this his worst season in the majors. So with that, we are going to conclude. They were A's uh, for this week, and uh, we, we will get into this another time, I imagine, um, when I am starved for content and uh, just need some sort of a topic to keep me th- going throughout the whole week and not have to look for random ideas to ramble about. Uh, if you enjoyed this, uh, I did this all week. We did uh, Shoeless Joe Jackson on Monday. Uh, we also had Joe DiMaggio on Tuesday, Tris uh, Speaker and Ty Cobb on Wednesday, and then Thursday's podcast was Enos Slaughter. Um, so yeah, there's been some, uh, some fun guys that played for Not necessarily the green and gold, because Philadelphia did not have those colors, but uh, they they done the white elephant, as I say in the show notes, just uh, to give them the blankets of A'sdom. So I want to take a quick break right here. Uh, We'll get to the ads, and then uh, on the other part of this, I will uh, relay what Ken Rosenthal has been reporting, and then uh, I I might have an idea for a playoff format, so uh, stick around. Do you hate stepping on the scale? Maybe it's because you haven't found the right one. A company called Withings produced the world's first smart scale, and they are still the best. In fact, Tom's Guide rated Withings Body Plus the best overall smart scale 2020. If you're looking to lose weight, willpower is key, but so is having the right tools. Withings smart scales are known for durability and an exceptional user-friendly design. Step on and data from every way and syncs automatically to the free app for iOS and Android via Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. Lots of smart scales don't have the Wi-Fi option, and it means you need to have your phone on you. But Withings Body Plus gives weight, full body composition, weight trend, and even a local weather report. The scale can support up to 8 users and even know who is who. So here's the deal. You can get 25% off a Withings Body Plus right now at Withings.com for a very limited time. Go to Withings.com, W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S.com, backslash MLB, to get 25% off Body Plus Body Composition Scale. That's W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S dot com backslash MLB to get 25% off a Body Plus Body Composition Scale. All right, so the big news today, uh, other than it being not opening day but opening day uh, and watching some of Scott Hatterberg's heroics and whatnot on Twitter, that was fun, um, the players are now going to be getting $170 million advanced. Then uh, that's going to be spread out over the next two months. Uh, the salaries will be prorated based on the length of the season. Uh, the money's going to be divided up over players with guaranteed money and lower tiered players and then minor league players and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, Mookie Betts will be making a bunch of money comparatively to guys that make the, uh, the major league minimum, and guys that are just on the 40-man roster but are still expected to be in the minor leagues and stuff like that. So that's how the money's going to be divvied up. That's, uh, I believe, $170 million over everybody. So they're going to be getting some sort of an income, just not what they usually would be right now. And then uh, depending on how long the season is, they'll get some sort of a prorated salary, salary from uh, from that point forward. Um the big issue has been, uh, service time and all of that stuff. Some teams are manipulating service time. Like, uh, the Indians, I think sent down a bunch of guys that were expected to be on the major league roster. So they're trying to manipulate their service time, uh, by sending them down to the minors. Uh, I'll get into that here in a sec, but, uh, there there will be a full year of service time for those that are active or injured or that are on the injured list, uh, for the entirety of the season, regardless of how long the season lasts. So, uh, yeah, if you got Matt Chapman on the on the roster for, you know, if it's a 40-game season, it, I don't know if they'd play it if it was going to be 40 games, but if it was a 40-game season, that's a full year of service time. Uh, and if the season is canceled completely, then they get the same amount of service time that they got in 2019. So that would work out uh, for, you know, players like A.J. Puck and Jesus Lazardo. You get them for an extra year, but, uh, you know, for from the team's perspective, obviously. And for younger players that are younger now, but they're also not developing. So, how much is it really benefiting the team? I don't know. But players like in the age circumstance that uh, Marcus Simeon, no matter how long the season is, if it gets canceled, he will be a free agent once the season comes to its conclusion, whenever that is. If that's Scott Boris's Christmas, or uh, you know November, or if the season's not played, then he's just a free agent immediately. So uh, we could. There is a chance that we've seen him play his last game in the green and gold if the A's don't resign him, um, and obviously if he's coming off of his 2019 third place AL MVP campaign, good chance that the A's won't resign him. So uh, let's hope that that's not the case. Let's uh, let's see if he can, you know, bring it home in 2020 if there's a season. Um, the other news is that the draft will still be held for sure, and it will be at least five rounds. Uh, rounds can be added by Major League Baseball at their own discretion, Um, and the draft will be held no later than late July, so sometime in the last like week or so of July, probably. There is a stipulation that the players can object to when the scheduling happens for that, so we're probably looking at sometime in July, probably in the last week, but that's subject to change. It's going to be at least five rounds. That's also subject to change, but uh, it will be happening, so That'll be a nice uh, change for some of the college players and high school players that were hoping to be drafted this year, and also it's nice for major league baseball owners to get some uh, cheap and controllable talent for you know to replenish those farm systems. So uh, it works out for everybody, I guess. Not nearly as many people as usual, but some. Um, and then the players cannot if the can't if the season's like canceled or something. The players cannot sue for full salaries. Um, So, I mean, that, I guess, makes sense, uh, just because, you know, services are rendered and whatnot. Um, And then the last tweet of this was that uh, there are going to be no more roster moves once all of this is ratified by Major League Baseball and, you know, the owners and the Players Association. Uh, The players have signed off on it. The owners are expected to do that on Friday. So uh, we should see no more roster moves until the season uh, gets closer. And, you know, teams need to start making roster moves again. So, uh, yeah, that, that's basically all of that. Uh, there's still no time frame for when the season's going to start, obviously, because uh, reports look like uh, it might get worse before it gets better. We'll see. Um, so we're going to go from there. And, obviously, baseball's going to adjust as the uh, country continues to get better. So uh, we got to start getting better before we can start playing baseball. So uh, that's where that goes. So I was listening to the Effectively Wild podcast and they weren't really mentioning anything about uh, this. They were just talking about like the playoffs and, you know, how the season schedule could be different. And if they're going to get wacky, let's get wacky kind of thing. And uh, I just started thinking, hey, what if uh, what if instead of the regular playoff format, because I assumed they're going to have to do something to change that a little bit. uh, What if you go with the three division winners? So you got the West, Central and East and you go three wild cards. So you got. Uh, six teams in each league so basically half of the uh, teams in each league make it which seems fair because smaller sample size you gotta get as many of the teams that were built to win this year as possible Um, so that limits some of the craziness but then the other way to limit the craziness is and then they all play seven game series that's my idea for the playoffs this year so how would it work Uh, basically you don't have a one game wild card you just have three wild card teams, and you go same way that you usually would. Uh, the team with the best record among the division winners plays the team with the worst record among the uh, wild card teams, and then you just move in, and uh, until you get the team with the worst uh, record of the divisional winners playing the team with the best record of the uh, wild card winners or representatives, and uh, that's how you go with that. Uh, we could also get real crazy for the entire season. Uh, I haven't figured out all the logistics on this one yet, but uh, you could go with, like, it's just, like, a condensed version of what the season actually is, but you just have, like, an elimination number. And once a team loses, if it's going to be, like, a 60-game season or something like that, then you have, uh, like, a 25-game... no? 50? Okay, I'm, I'm also uh, not great at elimination numbers, but if you lose, like, 20 games... You're out and you can't make the playoffs, which is basically how it works anyway, but there's just like a countdown clock. And so, uh, and if you're the reason that I like this idea basically is you can only lose so many games. So if there's a team that you don't want to face in the playoffs, maybe, and it would get funky with the teams that actually make the playoffs, obviously. But the, the reason that I kind of like this idea is: say you got teams like the Orioles, or the, the Royals, the Tigers, you know, teams that aren't expected to do as much, they can get a little bit creative in trying to eliminate some of these teams from playoff convention or at least adding to their losses. So you got like the Yankees, the Astros. Teams might save up pitchers, uh, have them go on short rest, probably not, but because, you know, spring, short and spring training and everything. But you could, you know, play with how you do roster construction for uh, games against. Astros, Yankees, teams like that, try to get them out of the playoff field. And then maybe you can actually sneak into the playoff field somehow by just throwing your best at you know the teams that are considered the best uh, right now. And obviously the A's are one of the best, but they always seem to sneak by. Uh, and that could be a fun, interesting thing that could pl- take like a playoff format and spread it across an entire season. Um, so that's an idea that I had. Uh, obviously we'd need to know how many games would be possible? And uh, there would also be potential for very long layouts for teams that clinched a, uh, a playoff spot. Uh, but that happens anyway. Teams clinch with like two weeks left in the season. They're like, I'm not playing any of my starters anymore. And then uh, that helps other teams as well. So there's not a lot of difference between this and a regular sort of thing. But there's just just flipping the terminology, I think, makes it more interesting. Um, so we'd have to see... You know when the uh, groups of 10 or more get banned you know that that ban leak slipped and all that stuff before we could actually start playing with some of the numbers and seeing if this would work but uh, it's an idea that I had uh, it's not perfect by any means so if you have any uh, any way to improve it please tweet us at Locked on A's on Twitter or me personally at by Jason B. Uh you can also email them to us at LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com and then uh, we also have an Instagram account at also at locked on A's So uh, that's going to be it for today. I'm going to get with you guys next week, and uh, we'll just talk some A's baseball, and maybe we'll get historical. Maybe we'll do some uh, simulations. I haven't figured it out yet. Uh, So, yeah, that's going to be that. Uh, Stay indoors and celebrate good times, Oakland, and I will talk with you guys next week.